0: Life's good! Never on. Whoa! Hard! Hardly spin!
1: Come on, Rant! Life's good! Got real close. Got hair high, right? right. Trying to hit two-thirds.
0: Have they saved it
1: for her? Yes, they
0: have! Ooh! Welcome to Game of Stones, everybody. I am Sean Graham Scott, alongside, as always,
1: hello, Scott. Sean, you were just telling me how much time we have to record, and uh, I think that intro uh, cut into about uh, half of our time. Oh, uh, You really dragged that uh, hello out or welcome. Well, you know,
0: I like to uh, bring the energy here. Uh, we are recording. It uh, was the morning when we maybe started, but hey, feels early. Got to bring the energy because new things are happening. The curling season is over, it's and done. All of our attention now turns to next season. All right. Now I want to be clear to, I think we've talked about this before, but people have asked us about, Oh, like the year is not over. curling's not done, but like to us, the season ends. So when we get into the summer, when we talk about the Korean championship, that kind of stuff, that is next season. This season is finished now. Yes, that's right. So what is your biggest memory from the 2022, 2023 season?
1: Wow, uh, you really put me on the spot with that one, yeah. Sean. Um, my biggest memory of the season will be watching uh, Canada against Scotland in the Women's World Championships while I was in Scotland Yeah, uh, with my Scottish brother-in-law uh, asking me, why is Scotland so bad?
0: Yeah, they they weren't good <laughs> this year, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: But uh, that was my my favorite uh, memory.
0: All right. Well, there you go. Uh, mine, of course, obvious. I think everyone is going to remember that uh, very famous Thursday night game, skipped uh, by yours truly. Made waves throughout eight. the uh, yeah throughout the uh, curling world. Sit Nate. And... <sighs> what could have been? What could have been. <laughs> I saw the guy yesterday too. Where. He was sparing. He was sparing. And the skip wanted to throw a draw. He was like, no. Was like, what? You're sparing. Let him throw the draw. That's how I can score eight. Because it was it was like in Men with yeah. Brooms, how it's all just lined up in the top 12 foot. That's what we had. So if he had thrown a draw, pretty good chance to score the eight. But then the spare, the spare. It's like, no, you got to hit something. Why? What do you care? Spare. Let him. Let him draw. Give me the eight. Give me yeah. this moment. I have so little. <laughs> like, give me this. You know, there's the first day. I, I remember great.
1: that uh, reminds me of a time when I went to Yankee Stadium and I was watching the Blue Jays there. And Edwin Encarnacion hit a home run and I got up and was cheering like, yeah, woo. And some Yankees fans were like, hey, sit down. And I just turned to them and I said. I have so little. Just give me this. Like, we haven't made the playoffs since 1993. Yeah. Uh, come on. Get off my back. Yeah. And then a few fans around were like,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: okay, yeah, go for
0: it. Yeah, you're pathetic. Yeah. Yeah. All right.
1: yeah. Sympathy. <laughs> yes, that's what I got.
0: So, Scott, with the attention turned to a new season, as is always the case now, there are some lineup changes in the Ooh. world of curling, not as many as there were last season, but there are some. So we are going to reprise our game from last year where we played What's the Word? New Team Edition. And we are going to do the same this year. There are 12 teams, excuse me, 13 teams that we have identified that are going to be part of this. All of these are Canadian teams, in part because I don't think I've heard of any international changes so far, there might be some the that we just haven't think heard of, but I, I of don't know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Not sure, but uh, we have enough here. Uh, yeah. I think
0: so. Hey, everyone. Future Sean here. Let you know that we recorded this a few weeks ago when we thought we were safe on lineup changes. And at that point, there had been no international changes. But of course, since then, couple announcements have been made. We'll start with the defending world champion, Savannah Tiranzoni. They have made a change on the front end. Breyer Schwaller-Herleman is no longer going to be on the team moving forward. So it was a one year and done for her as part of team Tiranzoni. A successful year, of course. They won the world championship. But next year, it'll be Selena wichonka who will be throwing the lead stones. Uh, Selena has been around before. She played in the Universiad, for instance, so she does have some international experience, so she'll be coming onto the team. The other change of note is coming out of Germany, where the Jensch sisters are retiring from competitive curling. Daniela and and Elena Jensch. Announced that they are retiring. So that will be it for them. And obviously, that team is a team of four. Danielle Yench has been around for a, a while. She played eight world championships, seven Euros, a couple of bronze medals at the Euros. Famously, of course, in the bubble in 2021, they struggled with some COVID positive tests. And people were mailing in care packages uh, to that team. So a popular squad out of Germany, but the Jensh sisters have retired. So two international teams uh, with some major developments there. Again, we recorded this before that happened. So just wanted to take note of that. So let's throw it back to past Sean and past Scott. So we will go with these 13. These are in no particular order, simply the order in which... I happened to write them down as I went through the various changes that were made. Scott, let's start out in British Columbia, where the defending British Columbia champions have a lineup change. Jacques Gauthier will no longer be skipping the team of Sterling Sterling Middleton, Jason Ginter, and Alex Horvath. That is now going to be skipped by Catlin Schneider who is, of course, from Saskatchewan, had success with the Myers brothers, as well as Steve Laycock, been uh, on those teams. Yeah, so Colton Flash as well. Uh, so he's had some great success. He is going to be skipping, hasn't skipped in a long time, but because it's Catlin Schneider, our word for this one, Scott, is don't call me the underdog. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Calen uh, Schneider, I, he did play in
1: BC with Jim Cotter and John Morris, didn't he? That or does sound right. Uh, he might have played in the uh, in the twenty seventeen Olympic trials with that kind of configuration, or you know, maybe it was uh, with Laycock. Who knows? This guy, he's a, a troubadour, uh, going around looking for uh, his best fit as a as a team. His first time skipping though, Sean, in a long yeah. time. This uh, I'm really interested to see how this works out. Uh, my initial feeling for Word was uh, this is Sterling Middleton, the coward, not wanting to step up to play skip. <laughs> Get bringing in somebody who's not even skipped since his playing days as a student at the University of Virginia, yeah. uh, according to his uh, Wikipedia page. So yeah, like it, it'll be really crazy because we thought after this year okay like this is this is going to be team bc for a while right yeah we did and uh with with shock wanting to move uh to another team which we'll talk about in a bit yeah i wonder how this team sets up for the provincials next year and if there's anybody that can challenge challenge them
0: We might get to a a team later on that that could challenge him. But, yeah, I I don't know, Scott, if that's necessarily fair for Sterling Middleton. Has he ever skipped? Like, he's he's always played with Tyler Tardy. He's been a third. Yeah. Step up, man. But why? Like, why not? He's the third. Well, you know. Not everybody wants to skip,
1: Scott. I know, I know. But uh, then go out and find somebody who's skipped before. They did. Catlin Schneider, University of Regina. <laughs> Go Cougars. Um, as a as an alum of the University of Regina, yeah. uh, are you pro this move or anti this move?
0: I'm not anti this move. I, I think it's something that, yeah, you, you could make a case that maybe Sterling should have stepped up to skip, but if, again, if he doesn't want to, fine. And then when you look around, where are you finding skips to, to come in and play? I mean, there's those couple guys from Manitoba who don't play anymore, who have had success at the junior level, who aren't playing at least in the men's level. So I don't know if if that could have even been a possibility. Um, but like, like where are you finding a skip? Really, that that's really hard to do. Like, unless, I mean, John. I don't know. And this kind. Of, we'll talk about what's going on there. But like that. Like I Hold don't know. I where, Mike yes, that is true. We will talk about that in a minute as well. But like, yeah, it's just skips are not in regular supply. You're right. You're right. So that, we'll see what happens then. We'll see what happens there. All right. Well, uh, let's shift over to Quebec on the women's side. Lori St. George. Her team has made a shift. Emily Riley and Kelly Madal will still be there as the front end, but they are adding Mary France LaRouche and Jamie Sinclair at the third position. I think it's going to be Jamie Sinclair for pretty much everything other than Quebec playdowns and if they make it to the Scotties because Jamie Sinclair is not eligible yet to play out of Canada. So this will be a couple year process. So for the short term, it'll be Mary France LaRouche in that role. Long-time Quebec skip, a lot of success, multiple Scotties, playoffs, uh, very, very great player. So, Scott, my word for this team is now experienced. They've gone from curling rock stars, the young guns, new people on the block, to a team with a, a lot more experience on the back end, independent of who is there. Obviously, Mary-France LaRouche, a lot of... Success and experience at the Scotties level. Jamie Sinclair in the United States played in a world championship as a skip. So Laurie St. George is surrounding herself with some experience.
1: Yeah, my word, Sean, is a magnifique, excellent, <laughs> fantastic. Uh, I'm very excited for this team. Uh, seeing Marie-France LaRouche back uh, at these big events is going to be really, really fun. I always loved watching her and her team play. Uh, one of my favorites. I don't know how how good Jamie's French is. Probably pretty good. She grew up here in the uh, Ottawa region. So uh, it'll be fun to watch all the machinations of the team go on in French. And uh, like, I think this really, really helps like add the experience. Like you said, it, it would just help like the development of, of Laurie yeah. as a skip. So yeah, uh, this is a great move.
0: Yeah, I like it as well. I'm with you on that. So I, I think certainly the favorites in Quebec moving forward, they probably were anyway, but certainly maybe even more so now with that level of experience. Speaking of experience, let's move to Krista McCarvel. An addition to this team is going to be a five-person team. Kendra Lilly, Ashley Sippel, Sarah Potts, all still there, but they're going to be splitting the front-end roles between the three of them because Andrea Kelly is shifting over from New Brunswick, she is going to play third on this team. Scott, my word for this is that is a, it is an alteration to a team that doesn't really make changes that much. Their schedule is what their schedule is. The lineup has been what the lineup is. They did make a bit of a change last year in terms of who was doing what, but it's always been the four of them. Or for a long time, it's been the four of them. So mm-hmm. it's an alteration. Yeah, for me, Sean, this uh, is flexibility.
1: This is what this move is all about, is flexibility for this team. Uh, all we've heard uh, since you know eight years ago in the, their big runs at the Scotties is that, oh, they don't play on tour enough. They don't play enough. Uh, well, they play enough to be able to beat most people uh, <laughs> at the Scotties, but this will give them the opportunity to be more flexible and maybe choose to play in more events, given that, oh, we don't need all four of us to be available. We only need four of the five. So that's what it points to, to me, uh, flexibility to be able to play more, play more events, uh, and be hopefully uh, even sharper for those end-of-the-year Scotties.
0: If for their sake, hopefully, yeah, that, that they could be sharp. I, I do wonder, this is a team that has talked a lot about practicing. They prioritize practicing and then take the time, do weekends, either in yeah. Sudbury or the Sioux. I think they go back and forth over the course of the season. And now you have Andrea Kelly. How often is she going to be able to make it for those? Cause Andrea Kelly, her team would play a bit, but certainly not too, too much outside of Eastern Canada. So there's questions on that in terms of what the logistics are going to look like. I also don't know for sure in terms of the lineup. And I mean, Andrea Kelly is obviously a great player, but is the team fundamentally better with Andrea Kelly throwing third as someone who was a skip or has been a skip the whole time? Like that's obviously a change. It's worked Mm -hmm. for Carrie Anderson's team, having people who were skips move out of the skip position for sure. But that is something that I always wonder about, especially going from not sweeping to sweeping and then throwing and and what, what that entails. So that'll be a transition for Andrea for sure. So I, I think it leads to, maybe more questions for us as as observers than maybe we've ever had about this team, at least us. I know a lot of people question them on schedule and all that kind of stuff. I don't think it makes much difference to me. I, they can play as much as they want to play. They're very, very good. But for this move, it just creates question marks for me for the season in a way that I don't think I've ever had with them. Well, fair enough. Fair enough. For me, I think
1: what this is, is
0: them taking that next step
1: to try and put them over the hump for the the national championship that they've come up just short on the last few years.
0: Well, a team that has not come up short, although they did come up short this season, Jennifer Jones and her squad, a change here as Mackenzie Zacharias is leaving the team to pursue other things outside of curling. Uh, Most notably, I believe her education. So it'll be Carly Burgess, Emily Zacharias, and Lauren Lemontine, Sticking together as a foursome instead of a fivesome moving forward, Scott. Uh, my word here is huh? Because uh, I don't fully understand this from Mackenzie Zacharias and all of them. Because it, it seemed to me, and obviously things change over time, but when they started this last season, it seemed like it was the four year commitment that. that this was going to be the team for the cycle. And now a year in Mackenzie Zacharias leaves, as I say, things change. Circumstances change. Priorities in life change. All of that is fair. All of that is legitimate. And for me, though, it was just when I heard this, I was, that was my initial thought. I was like, huh? Like It was a little confusing to me. Yeah, it's kind of a no big
1: deal change, I think. Uh, I don't know how much she loved playing second. Uh, that might be part of it, and I'm looking at her Twitter page. Maybe it yeah. hasn't been updated in a long time, but uh, her cover photo is still her with her uh, gold medal junior winning team. There. Sure, but yeah, I don't know. And did I did I hear that she was going to Mac Sean, or did I, is that just what I want? I want her to be going. You just, to-
0: I think maybe you just wanted to go to Mac because Mac. That's what going everyone calls Mac. her. Yeah.
1: I I think it would be fun. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you know, like, uh, these are young people. There's lots of things that they want to do in life sure. and doing school. You can never blame anybody for wanting to do that. So yeah, maybe she can just step back in as needed. Maybe there was some kind of a wink, wink agreement that Jennifer would be around for one year only. And she's not going to be like, who knows? Right. So
0: yeah, we're not privy to the inside discussions between the team. We, we have no idea and yeah wildly speculating yeah let's let's just wildly (laughs) speculate that uh, there was a there was a a knife fight in the locker room after the scotties final. yeah
1: like yeah but no you're right this team will be fine they're all good players Uh, and carly burgess as third is one of the best uh up and coming in the country so i don't think they'll lose that much
0: All right, let's move on to another team that uh, hopes they don't lose too much. That is Reed Carruthers. He is adding Brad Jacobs permanently. They have played the last few events together along with Derek Samogalski and Connor Nagavin. That is the new team Carruthers. My word here, Scott, is calming, which 10 years ago, I never would have used the word calming to describe Brad Jacobs joining a team. Uh, One of the more intense fellows out there back in his peak around the Olympics and the Briar win. But over the past few years, maybe this is an influence of Mark Kennedy, or maybe it's just him getting older. He was so much calmer than he ever was. I love when there'd be discussions. He would just go, all right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's think about this. Yeah. Like, like, So, I think Reed Carruthers is calmer than he was as well. If you remember Reed Carruthers when he was playing second for Jeff Stoughton, he was not particularly calm at that point either. There was some tension at times on the ice that was visible between Reed Carruthers and Jeff Stoughton. So another player who, as he's gotten older, has gotten a lot calmer out there. So this team goes from two guys who 10 years ago, you'd have been like, all right, settle down, fellas, to two guys who have settled down and this should be a very calm team with good communication. Brad Jacobs, obviously a great thrower of the curling stone. And I, I think this could be a, a very good team moving forward. Yeah, I think so too. Uh,
1: having Brad throw the third rocks, which he's not done before, uh, you know, I think will be really, really interesting. I, he's always been very good at like focusing taking the deep breath, throwing that fourth rock. But uh, how will it be different after having swept for a bit? We'll see. Uh, obviously very in shape uh, there. Uh, Derek Samogalski, I I think, took a step up this past year in, in sort of taking on that third role uh, when he basically had to and was was like quite good. So I think having all, all of these guys up or near the top of their game This is going to be a really, really good team next year. And
0: Manitoba is going to be uh, pretty tough. It always is. It always is. But somebody who has left Manitoba is moving again. That is Mike McEwen. He is now going to Saskatchewan. Hopefully he can get some shoes made of that genuine Saskatchewan seal skin binding to potentially improve his game as he is joining with Colton Flash, who is moving back to the third position, and the Marsh brothers, Kevin and Daniel. That is the new favorite out of Saskatchewan. And Scott, I'm calling this one Casey-ish, as in Adam Casey, as Mike McEwen continues to expand, or what he hopes is an expansion of his collection of briar shirts, Mm -hmm. trying to chase down Adam Casey for the most provincial representation of all time. Yeah, this is uh, very
1: uh, Adam Casey of Mike McEwen. What what this uh, this is to me, Sean, I, Mike McEwen and Colton Flash, both on the ice, have a tendency to get to be like sad. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I missed a shot and like a little mopey. And right. so the, the the Marsh brothers are really going to be, it's going to be important for them to be the ones that keep the team positive and play that sort of uh, Kirk Myers role, right. right. Of, Hey, uh, let's keep things positive and going. Uh, so that's the only fear I'd have here. Obviously all great players. That's about it. I think they will be good, but they need to watch for the body language. Uh, the, yeah. the bad body language team uh,
0: could be this one. Potentially. Yeah. And, uh, But again, with Mike, I don't know if it's always necessarily that he's like sad. He's just, he just sort of stands and looks a lot. Even when he makes shots, he kind of walks and just looks at the rocks the whole time.
1: Well, when he puts his broom on his his shoulder and he's just like, uh,
0: I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, it's, uh, but again, they are the favorite. They have to be considered the favorites out of Saskatchewan. Yeah, I think for sure. Well, let's uh, move over province to probably the favorites out of Alberta. We have a change to Kevin Cooey as Tyler Tardy, Carrick Martin are still on the team, but Brad Thiessen is not. He has taken a step back from the game. And the aforementioned Jacques Gauthier is joining at the second position as the rich get richer, Scott.
1: Yeah, that that's what was my take on it. The rich get richer. Uh, Brad Thiessen, obviously one of the best sweepers and uh, in curling, but uh, replacing replacing him with a world champion uh, junior, world champion skip, you know, yeah. pretty hard to pretty hard to uh, say no to that. So yeah, this seems like Kevin Cooey just taking all of the world junior champion skips, <laughs> joining uh, putting a team together there. So Carrick Martin, better watch out for uh, yeah. whoever's the next one coming. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, look out uh, for oh, oh, the kid from Newfoundland, ah. that kid, whatever yeah, his name kid. is. Yeah, look out, uh, he's your new lead. Uh, Brad Gushu, oh boy, look <laughs> at that, that junior kid yeah. from Newfoundland. So there you go, that team, yeah, it's it's a front-end change. I don't know what that necessarily means. I mean, Jaco, Jay, Tyler Tardy, they are cousins and Kathy Gauthier has talked about them. Nathan Smith, there you go, figured it out on my own. Didn't have to look that one up. Uh, Good job, Sean. Jacques Gauthier, Tyler Tardy, Kathy Gauthier has talked about how they've wanted to play each other or play with each other Excuse me for a long time. Of course, Tyler invited Jacques as the fifth to at least one of the world championships at the junior level. So this will be cool for them to play together and to learn from Kevin Cooey. Tyler, of course, already has had the year to do that. Another year for or a year now for Jacques to learn from Kevin Cooey it does put them in good stead moving forward. Whenever Kevin Cooey decides to no longer play at the men's level, uh, this will be good experience for them whenever that time shall come. Which I don't know if it'll be the next cycle, I don't think it will be. I don't think so, no. All right, uh, well, let's move on. Let's go back to the women's side. Let's talk about a new team. Out of, I assume, Manitoba, where Kate Cameron is going to be playing with Megan Walter, who, of course, was in the Scotties, made it to the Manitoba Finals, where she lost to Jennifer Jones, along with Taylor McDonald and Mackenzie Elias. Scott, I'm optimistic for this team. Megan Walter, a young player, had a very good season, really emerged and and took control of that team, becoming the skip. Kate Cameron, haven't seen her, the level of success that we saw when she was p- playing with Michelle Englot, Michelle Englott. Uh, and they had that Scotty's final, losing to Rachel Holman, 2017, I want to say, there in St. Catherine's, that event. And they haven't, or she hasn't quite recaptured that level of success, but she is a very, very good player. I think maybe going with Megan Walter, also a tuck player, potentially could help the two of them in terms of ice and, and that kind of stuff. But I'm optimistic about this team. I, I like this lineup.
1: Yeah, this is a pretty good lineup. Uh, very, very solid uh, top to bottom. Uh, two tuckers in the back end. Uh, Kate had that last year with with Casey Scheidiger as well. So yep. yeah, maybe that does something. I'm not sure. Uh, but yeah, I think this is a pretty good team and they should be able to give uh, Jennifer Jones a run for her money in the uh, Manitoba playdowns. I think t- Taylor would be the import on this team.
0: I think so. Yeah. Yeah. She's a good player. Oh, yeah. Very yeah. good player. All uh, right. Let's move over to Alberta. Still on the women's side. Selena Sturme. She is adding Desiree Haas and Danielle schmieman to her team. Good opportunity, I think, for them to build something new. Alberta with Casey Scheidegger taking a step away a little more open there, a little more opportunity there in Alberta. So this could be something for Selena Sturme to emerge here as perhaps a favorite there in Alberta on the women's side.
1: Yeah, it definitely could be Desiree Haas, formerly of Corinne Brown's team, mm-hmm. uh, right? Uh, yep. Moving to Alberta. Uh, Danielle Schmiemann, we've seen her, you know, at the Canadian mixed doubles playing with John Morris. Uh, and I believe she's played... Uh, with Kelsey Rock maybe this past year. So, yeah, a pretty solid team. We're not sure who the rest of the team is, but uh, that's all right.
0: Yeah. Uh, similarly, uh, Kelsey Rock and Beth Peterson are joining forces. So we have a change of scenery for at least one of them there. Uh, I haven't seen any specifics on full lineup there and who else is on the team or even where they're going to play out of. I assume this is going to be a... Manitoba-based team, because it was, I I believe, Kelsey Rock joining Beth Peterson, Uh, but certainly a change of scenery for at least one of them, as this new lineup is going to, I think, be good. I I like both these players. I mean, Kelsey Rock has had some success at the collegiate level, at the junior level, a little bit at the women's level as well. Beth Peterson had a pretty good run at the Scotties there the first time she was there as a wild card, so... Both of them can play. This is kind of similar to me to the Selena Sturme lineup change. It's like who's going to emerge as part of that next generation of women's teams. that We've seen a little bit on the men's side, some bit of separation amongst the youngest of those players. And now it's looking on the women's side, who is going to probably join together, take that step up. These are two teams that could fill that role. Yeah, I think so.
1: I think so. And I... Sean, from what I understand, it's going to be the same but team Beth Peterson with just Kelsey Rock coming and joining. So,
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, let's uh, shift over back to the men's side in Ontario. John Epping with a change. There's Ryan Fry has taken a step away. So Matt Cam is going to shift back to the third position. Pat Jansen going to join the team, as is Jason Cam. So, Scott, this is now a brotherly team as we have the Cam brothers playing with John Epping and Pat Jansen.
1: A solid team, Sean. They'll definitely be in the running for the Ontario Tankard this year Mm -hmm. uh, simply on the basis that John is really good. Matt, Pat, and Jason are all really, really good players too. uh, So they'll be around. But I don't think this makes the team better. Uh, Does it make it worse? Probably not appreciably. Probably about the same.
0: Probably about the same. And uh, excuse me, I misspoke too. Matt Camp did play third this year. It was last year that Ryan Fry stepped away from this team. And now he has uh, stepped away from Mike McEwen's team. And of course, Mike McEwen, yeah, yeah. of course, is gone. So uh, my apologies for that. Let's move down or move up, if you will, in Ontario to the north where Tanner Horgan has had a change to his team as Colin Hodgson has stepped away from the sport. So the lineup will be the same at the back end with Tanner Horgan, Darren Molding, Jacob Horgan, and Ian McMillan is joining the team. He has played with Braden Calvert before. Scott, word for this one. Do leads matter? Not do they matter? That's maybe mean. Uh, but can a lead shift a team? Like, is this is a change in lead a monumental? change that fans are going to notice obviously teams will notice because it's a quarter of your team and so dynamics change that kind of stuff but the answer is no of- sean <laughs>
1: yeah the answer is no
0: okay they can matter <laughs> i think it can Eh. like if you get a jerk if you got somebody who's just a total jerk on the team at the lead it's gonna affect the team oh well yeah sure but uh yeah
1: I, I, I don't see this as moving the you needle know, much. Uh, Ian McMillan, when he played with. Uh, who did we say played with? Braden Calvert.
0: Yeah. Uh, he was their, their second. So, okay. new position. Yeah. We'll see. See how it goes. And then finally, Kyler Kleibrink has a new lineup with Sebastian Robillard, Andrew Nerpin, Jordan Tardy, and Nathan Small. So. Scott, this is second generational. Kyler Kleibrink, of course, Shannon Kleibrink's son. Shannon Kleibrink has uh, a wonderful career to her name and uh, has, has had some success at the senior level as well in the past few years. And could Kyler Klybrink be the next second generational star? Who knows? But he'll try to start it with this team. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll see.
1: That We talked about BC a little bit before with... Catelyn Schneider, team Schneider now. Ah, yes. Yeah, sorry. i scrolled down in my uh, spreadsheet. Yeah. With Catelyn Schneider, this is, should be the other team that, uh, could come up and challenge them. Uh, Andrew Nerpin played with Jim Cotter for a while. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, on t- Twitter, Sean, this team announcement has 20 likes, one quote tweet and one retweet. There you go. And, uh, I believe it was quote, was it quote tweeted at us? Did we quote tweet that? No, no, probably not. So, uh,
0: yeah. Well, That's better. Than some it of the ones we, it's better than some of the stuff we post. Oh,
1: definitely. Definitely.
0: <laughs> but anyway, uh, we'll, yeah. we'll see if that moves the needle or not. Yeah. So, uh, there you have it. 13 new lineups here across the country. Let us know if we missed any out. Those are some line of changes, and those are our words slash words with hyphens slash phrases slash we kind of didn't really follow the rules of what's the word, but whatever. We can do that. It's our game. We made our own rules. Yeah, we made our own rules for the game. So that will do it for this week. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. Please do subscribe and comment, like, all that stuff if you have not yet helps us grow the show head on over to gamestonespod.com all of our past episodes are available there plus a link to the merch and you can reach out let us know what you want to hear on the show at gamestonespodcast at gmail.com social media at gamestonespod for twitter instagram gamestones podcast on facebook especially if we missed any teams out uh, that we should have talked about canadian oh, yeah. or international i'm sure we did sean so yeah please let us know Yeah, so that will do it for this week. Scott, spring is in full effect. What's your favorite part of the spring? My favorite part of spring, Sean, is walking outside
1: without a jacket.
0: Okay. There you go. As soon as
1: it gets nice and warm enough to just wear like a hoodie. Yeah. Or even uh, shirt sleeves would be.
0: It's just so good. Yeah. Uh, uh, Scott, Smell the air. Oh, yeah. Hopefully you're all having a wonderful spring (laughs) out there and that you're... If you are somebody who has allergies, it hasn't been too bad of an allergy season. And for those of you who are about to start your curling season, we do have a lot of folks who do summer arena ice leagues. Hopefully you're having a good time. Check out our spring slash fall training for tips to get you going for your season. If you're about to start one -hmm. of the worst things about the first curling game of a season Is the next day if you're not fully prepped for the physical side of it or equipment side, all that kind of stuff. So we got stuff there in the archives for you. So for those of you who play in the summer, getting ready to go, have a wonderful season, and we'll be with you every step of the way. Write in and tell us about it. Uh, Love to hear. Yeah, love hearing about summer arena leagues. Yeah, let us know what you got going on. We will talk about it on the show over the course of the summer. But until then, keep those brooms on the ice don't dump that insert.
1: Make the final...